When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is June 8th. And yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. We are going to lead with John Gray today. Five innings, five and run six. It's four walks and three Ks. Just seven whiffs, 97 pitches against the Guardians. Ugh, not a single whiff on his four-seamer as the velocity was slightly down in the slider. Had moments, but really wasn't that great. Look, he has two decent matchups against the White Sox and the Tigers, and kind of feels like a coin flip considering he didn't really pull it off against the Guardians. I'm okay sticking with it, but if you have other things, it's all right to move on from John Gray. You Darvish killed it. Zero in runs and seven innings against the Mets. Uh, Je- Jeffrey Springs is someone that we should be considering. He's doing the BOSB a bit, and um, hopefully he does well against the Twins. Alcmanoes is going to ace. Graham Ashcroft. Six innings, zero in runs, three hits, zero walks, and four cases. This worked out. Sweet. He kind of feels like Rasmussen 2.0 with um, hard pitches, the hard cutter, hard sinker, and then a slider hopefully he can throw for strikes. Uh, he gets the Cardinals next, and I'm not really in love with that start. Now, I do think that Graham Ashcroft could be someone that could be decent through the year, so you don't necessarily want to drop him for that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see how that goes against the Cardinals. Michael Kobeck was stellar. Six innings, zero runs, one hit, one walk, and eight strikeouts against the Dodgers. He reared back and just threw this amazing 97-mile-per-hour fastball. Really 96, 97, sometimes down to 95 or even 94 maybe. But this was harder, and it was way more effective than we've seen. While his slider showed up sometimes, some sometimes also his curveball, it was really cool. I got hyped watching this for YouTube this morning. You should watch that video. And, oh, it, it, I hope this is it. I hope this is like Kopech figuring it out and sticking this way. It's two of his last three starts now. I got really annoyed after the last one. Uh, hopefully, Kopech, please tell me this is who you are. That would be so great. Mitch White was on the other side. Didn't pitch poorly. Five innings, zero runs, two hits, zero walks, and five Ks. Fortunately, now he's going to be displaced by Clint Kershaw's return. So, sorry, Mitch White. Um, only 69 pitches as well. And uh, your fastballs were fine. Uh, that's good because, I mean, 19% CSW, but the breakers did really well. So, all right. Um, Dakota Hudson, seven innings, one run. Try and guess when he's going to do it. But, hey, it's the Reds next, so I guess you're going to try that one. Justin Verlander, ace is going to ace. Edward Cabrera, six innings, one run, two hits, two walks, and four Ks. The changeup wasn't as good as we wanted it to be. He had some really nice movement, but, yeah, just not that great command overall here. Didn't really throw many strikes, and it worked, but, oof, was not what you want it to be. He essentially needed to allow only four base runners to go six innings um, in 100 pitches. Uh, the Astros are next. Be careful. Uh, th- that could actually be a pretty bad start. So uh, I wouldn't necessarily automatically put Edward Cabrera in despite the hype we've had the last two. I mean, keep in mind, it was he did survive cores. That's sure was Nationals here. Astros, I think, are going to give him a rough time, especially with their discipline at the plate. Um, Jason Alexander has this like, ridiculous movement. It's insane on his eye, uh, on his stuff. Um, but just one strike out of five innings. Like, don't, I don't expect to see him back for a while. So don't even think about this. Um, Kyle Wright got the golden goal against the Athletics. It was definitely a better command here than we've seen. Um, 44% CSW and 10 out of 39 whiffs on the curveball. 
Uh, Four-seamer was good. The changeup and the sinker, not as much, but the, if the curveball's crooking, then everything is fine. And he gets a pirate snack, and, that next, and that's incredible. Uh, Ranger Suarez did well. Seven-inning switch, third run, six at zero, walks in five Ks. Uh, changeup is still weird. But I think overall command was better, and that's cool. And now he goes against Diamondbacks. I think I'm fine with that one. That's good. Uh, Chris Flexen survived against the Astros, but all right, six point two innings, two runs, five hits, three walks, two Ks, and really do a whole lot. So whatever, no win either. Um, Cole Irvin is a interesting Toby. Five point one innings, two runs, seven hits, one walk, six Ks. I really liked that he earned seven whiffs on his ninety ninety one mile per hour fastball, and that's uh, he elevated with those. Now he can get to the Guardians. Maybe that's something to consider. Uh, Kyle Bradish against the Cubs. Ugh. I mean, 4.2 innings and two and runs, fine. But nine base runners with five walks. I mean, come on, man. Uh, Carlos Rodon. I know you're going to be really unenthused about Carlos Rodon. Four innings, two and runs, four hits, one walk, and five Ks against Rocky Road. You really wanted more from this. 98 pitches for four innings is just, come on. You can do more than this. Uh, the four-seamer allowed 20 foul balls. Uh, in this one, which is really just, I mean, it's pulling away from whiffs. Uh, sometimes you see foul balls, and you don't know if that's pulling away from balls in play, pulling away from whiffs. This is the bad one where he only had three whiffs in the four seamer and 20 foul balls. So that's the difference maker here. Um, and I hope that just gets kind of corrected next time out. That's all you can really say. Uh, Tarek Skubal against Pittsburgh did well. Uh, he wasn't necessarily supposed to pitch today, but then he was and he wasn't. Um, is changing and 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 uh, curve returned 15 over 21 CSW, which is insane. But the slider, I think, isn't doing exactly what he wants to. It's a little bit floated at times. It's not really as sharp as you want, but still seven innings of nine strike at zero walks and six hits, three hundred runs. But yeah, nine out of thirteen whiffs on the changeup is absolutely stupid. Uh, if he does well against the White Sox as a lefty, next he'll get his ace is gonna ace. Kyle Quantra won seven innings and 300 runs because he is a Toby, and I probably had my worst joke of a long time, saying that he uh, did this like a fr- uh, frustrated mechanic yelling at a grandfather clock work. You get it, grandfather clock. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, Kyle Quantra just does this. He is the most Toby of Toby. He's a certified Toby, and that's fine. Brad Keller did a very poor quality start against the Jays. I guess that's fine. Happiness is relative, right? Taylor Hearn against the Guardians. Don't, nothing, you don't care. Okay. Herman Marquez, whatever, Um, in uh, in San Francisco. At least he got a poor quality start, but like, slider was better. I don't, I'm not doing this. Jose Suarez showed up for the Angels to give um the, the starters a little bit more rest and not worth your time. Taiwan Walker, I did well against the Padres for the most part. I mean, four and runs, but... Uh, I think he settled down a bit, and I don't really want to chase him. The, the four-seamer isn't doing enough. The splitters um, are not so great. Yeah, I just don't do it. Jameson Tyone struggled against the Twins. Four innings, four and runs, nine hits, one walk, three Ks. Uh, yeah, he's come back down to earth a little bit. I don't think he's as bad, though. And he gets the Cubs next. He's, he should be fine. The four-seamer really was a weird one, not being commanded up in the zone, um, which he normally does super, super well. Um, Kirk, Kirk McCarty went for the Guardians for whatever reason. Uh, oh, yeah, there was extra man in the doubleheader, of course. It was a doubleheader. They want to use that extra man, so they pushed back Connor. But now it's going to be Shane Bieber today instead of Connor. So make sure Shane Bieber's in your lineup. Connor Pilkington's going against the Athletics on Thursday instead now. Um, Garrett Whitlock, four innings, four and runs, six at zero walks, five Ks. I'm kind of done with Whitlock, right? Like, he hasn't really done anything exciting for a while. Uh, and this is the Angels. 
kind of struggling. Yeah, just don't do it. Cole Sands went for the Twins. Oh, no. Uh, Jose Quintana against Detroit. Even though he did the Blake Snell blueprint, didn't matter. 3.1 innings of four runs and seven hits. Sometimes even location doesn't mean that this stuff is good enough. Um, Tyler Gilbert, not not worth talking about. Keegan Thompson, some people are really high on him. Uh, seven Aaron runs, three innings. Maybe I was harsh in my rankings, and it's just a bad you know, um, confirmation bias that against the Orioles, he did this poorly. I just don't think his stuff is that great, and he's done well. You know, but I don't think it's that great. And Juan Adon never against the Marlins. It's, it wasn't very good, and of course it wasn't. All right, today, we're going to look at today's starters, and we're going to talk about buy and sell. So Alcantara, Bieber, Evaldi, Bassett, Cortez, Nola, just start all of those easily. Manaya, Gonsolin, Stroman, Anderson, Wood, and Gilbert are in the probably start. I think those are all pretty straightforward, too. Uh, yeah, nothing really to report there. Questionable starts here. Um, Merrill Kelly, Alex Fayedo, Yusei Kikuchi, Dane Dunning, Urquidy, Josiah Gray, Mike Minor, Dron Lyles. Okay. Kelly and Fayedo and Kikuchi Dunning. Those four, to me, are a step above the rest of them. Kelly against Cincinnati, sure. Fayedo's a stream pick against Pittsburgh Pirates. That seems good. Go with that. Pretty reasonable floor with a decent upside with that slider. Kikuchi against the Royals. I don't love Kikuchi right now, but it's the Royals. Fine. I'll, I'll go and let him, let him hopefully survive there. Dane Dunning has good command right now against the Guardians. Uh, that seems like it should be fine. Um, Urquidy against the Mariners. I don't know if I love that. I, yeah, Urquidy against the Mariners could be really tough, and he's not really doing everything I want him to do. Josiah Gray against the Marlins. I'm putting him here because he is a strikeout upside play. If you need strikeouts, okay. Mike Miner and Jordan Lyles are both kind of coin flips. Miner in his second start back from the IL. I uh, gets the Diamondbacks. I think as a lefty, that's better. Um, and Jordan Lyles against the Cubs. You never know if he's just going to show up with his breakers or not. So coin flips there. Maybe Brady Singer does belong here at the end of the questionable start tier. I just think he's going to, the floor is too low against the Jays because the Jays can be super, super dangerous. He's still just sink or slide. The changeup is not doing anything. So it's the same old Brady Singer, which is really frustrating. Uh, Mitch Keller against the Tigers. Uh, it's Mitch Keller. So no thanks in the do not start tier. Jared Koenig. Koenig? I don't know. K-O-E-N-I-G. Against the uh, against Atlanta is making his debut very interesting. I've seen good things from him, but he's a lefty against Atlanta. I wouldn't want to start him, but definitely keep your eye on him. I could be uh, leading with him tomorrow morning for the SP roundup. Uh, Corey Kluber against the Cardinals. The Cardinals are too hot. Sorry, Kluber. Um, Adrian Hauser, Johnny Cueto, Reed Detmers, Antonio Sensatella, Chris Archer, packing on. You know me. I don't want to start any of them, especially Hauser against the Phillies and Cueto against the Dodgers. All right. Today is Wednesday, which means I do a buy and sell. And that just really means I'm looking at the highest rostered guys from Fantasy Pros and the lowest and saying, who are the ones that I'm in on that are struggling and who are the ones that I'm out on who are not? Um... So I'm looking at just by roster ship right now, and everything seems all right. I, I kind of still want to label Shane Bieber as a sell high, especially right now because he has been getting all the strikeouts because it's 91 to 90, 90 to 91 on the fastball, and I feel like you're going to see those blowups because of it. Um, Carlos Rodon is a buy low if people are really scared of this right now. I think that he's still throwing really hard, and I think the slider command will be coming back. But like the fact that he's still throwing above 95 miles per hour and not hurt is a huge, huge deal. Um, so I, I'm very much in on that. I uh, otherwise of these higher guys, I mean, Robbie Ray was my buy low for like multiple weeks, but I really hate that he used the sinker so much in the last start and it drove me nuts because no, Robbie Ray, you are a four seam slider guy. Sinker is not a good pitch. Don't do that. And I mean, it's one start and maybe this is like the prime buy low because of it. 
but it is very uh, discouraging. Um, some people are kind of out on Chris Bassett. I'm like, I kind of love Chris Bassett. So if they're out on him, then great. You go and do that. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm kind of warming back up to Michael Kopech. I mean, obviously, you're not dropping him right now, but we'll see. Jose Barrios, hey, I won't necessarily buy him after the 13K start because I think now the, the window closed, but I'm encouraged by that. Uh, let's see. Adam Wainwright is a sell. My God, 92% rostered. Um, I mean, he's good, but he's not He's not a sub-3 ERA good, guys. 123 whip, I think, speaks a different story. Well, da, 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 da. Eric Lauer kind of is a sell high at the moment just because he has not been the guy from April at the moment. Uh, so guys are treating him like a proper SP2, SP3. Um, we're really like an SP2 then I would be selling. Uh, but I still want to hold on to Eric Lauer. Um, Carlos Carrasco is not as good as people give him credit for. Martin Perez, you can certainly sell high if someone's really buying this. But honestly, I think you just kind of hold on to it. I might be buying low on Charlie Morton because the curveball was that good against the Rockies, and he's going to do well against the Pirates, I would expect. So you might be able to buy in before that Pirates start. Um, Syndergaard, we already talked about that a lot. I'm selling high on Tyler Anderson for those that believe it's going to be a full-long thing. And I can actually see myself in the offseason after a good season from Tyler Anderson that they're going to treat him like he's a top 40 starter next year, and that's just not the case. <laughs> This is not it. I'm sorry. I don't buy that the changeup is just going to be so good forever now. He's always had these moments where the changeup is good. Like, nothing is new here um, from Tyler Anderson. You could say he's using the changeup more. Great, but he used the changeup more in 2019 with the Giants and, or 2020, and, like, that was bad. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, maybe I'm buying low on Patrick Sandoval if everyone's jumping ship. I mean, I was jumping ship, and maybe that's why I'm buying low. I'm like, I don't know where the pendulum is. Like, I'm curious to taking a chance on Patrick Sandoval. Uh, that's all I'm trying to say. But, like, if people are saying, no, he's an SP3, SP4, then, okay, absolutely not. Uh, I want to buy in on Shane Boz because he's not in injured limited right now. Um, Jack Birdie could be returning soon, so maybe that'd be something of intrigue. Um, and I'm still selling on Jameson Tyler, but he might not right now be after that start. I'm still, I mean, Miles Michaelis and Merrill Kelly, all these Tobies that had a good month or so, you, you know me. I'm, I'm not in on that. All right. I think that's a decent amount of the seller high stuff. <laughs> seller high. Uh, let's go to uh, the buy low. Um, and really the guys on the lower rostered that are actually like, oh, I'm going in on this, even though they're not doing well at the moment. I'm buying low on Alex Wood because it's a three straight. Uh, really nice starts ahead uh, for him. Um, just looking at the lower rostered guys, there really aren't too many that are just, oh man, okay, I mean, Ronzi Contreras is still a 26 roster, and that's shocking to me. Uh, he should be picked up everywhere. Uh, let's see. Man, I don't see anyone that's like really exciting here. Uh, this is, wow, paltry at the bottom. Like, absolutely so. I mean, Graham Ashcraft, I'm still buying. You guys, I'm, I'm in for this. Right now, Ashcraft, the Connor Pilkington, not so much. I mean, for the stream tomorrow on Thursday, sure, but not much more than that. If you're looking for a Toby, James Caprillion at 3%, I think through the year will be that guy of six innings with a fastball slider combination. He hasn't really been it much so far, but um, I think that over time that that's who he is. So if you don't want to necessarily do it now, I get that, but you might be finding yourself saying, oh, huh, James Caprillion has been really productive in my deep league. Uh, otherwise, I don't really want to buy in on Ross Stripling. Uh, 
man, it's getting thinner and thinner, which is really accentuating the fact that you should be holding on to Graham Ashcraft at the moment. Uh, because it's not quite as exciting down here. Maybe maybe Jared Koenig. I mean, take a look at him after today's start and see if that's something you want to be chasing. Um, but really, as far as the struggling starters go that I'm buying load for later on, I mean, I have to think. I, I don't I don't know where I am on Robbie Ray, but I just I gotta believe. I gotta believe, I guess. But man, stop throwing sinkers. Maybe all right. My ultimate decision. Where am I on Robbie Ray? I want to believe that he's not going to do that stupid sinker thing again, right? He, he can't do that again. That was so stupid. He threw like more. He threw more sinkers than four seamers, and that's just such a bad pitch. You can't do that, buddy. Okay. Um, do I want to buy in on Charlie Morin a little bit? Yes, right now because of the curveball, and the uh, last buy low. I guess will be still Alex Wood. Yep, still doing it. Still, still in on Alex Wood because of the nice schedule coming up, and it won't cost you anything all right i think that's enough for today so that's gonna do it for this edition of the plus pitch podcast thank you all so much for supporting and i uh, may your babips be low and your strikeouts high. i'll talk to you guys tomorrow